0: Let's go. All
1: right. Hey, yo. Welcome to the Just North Pod. It's your girl Rez, as usual. I'm here with my man's B and my man's Flaco. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What's up, Mi
0: Gente? What's What's up? What's up? What's up?
1: I feel like I feel like this week has been busy as shit this weekend busy as shit I feel like I haven't really talked to y'all like here and there I'll be sliding y'all some like tweets and shit but I feel like I don't even know what y'all been up to lately right. she's been real scarce
0: <laughs> we been busy we been busy it's crazy we just went to Ghost and then
2: we just showed up on Sunday like
0: what's up people No, but I gotta say this I saw Stephen A. Smith
2: hey. in you know
0: Barnes hey, yo. and Nobles with his two daughters I gotta give credit to my girl. Steph, I was looking at some uh the bio autobiography of like Man. Benjamin Franklin. She's <laughs> like <"Go." laughs> she, she's like, yo, is that is that Stephen A at the Starbucks reading a book? I turned my head real quick and I'm like, oh shit, that's first yo. table. That's the first table. Hey yo, I shout out
1: you. Steph. Shout out Steph. You were here that's slipping.
0: The
1: MVP, bro. What, literally, what would you do without her?
0: I don't know. Yo, shit. Nothing. I'd be fucking puzzled with everything. I'd be yeah. lost. Yo, Women but then... Superior. Amen. The thing that really confirmed me, because I was like, well, maybe, maybe not. You know, <laughs> the mask, the mask really be throwing shit off. I heard him talk to the cashier. I was like, yep, that's fucking Stephen A. Smith, well, well, what he say? He said, No, I will not take a membership because they were trying to push that damn Barnes and Noble's membership. They always do it. Of course. Of course. It's
1: like, I, that ass don't go to Barnes and Noble enough to get a fucking subscription. And it's like
0: $100. I just let me get a book. I'm just trying to read this one specific book I've been meaning to get. Like, I don't need a membership.
1: I could get a fucking a Kindle Audible membership for less than that, and I'll probably use it more.
0: Damn. Damn, I probably have one of those. I should probably check my recurring payments. You should payments. check. Yeah, you sh- I'm sh- writing that nah, down. Yeah,
1: you you should check. Last time, last time I didn't realize I had that shit going, and uh, I actually reached out to Amazon. Shout out Amazon, and they actually refunded me all the money.
0: Word. Damn, Bezos sent you that shit direct from his bank account. Shh, Bezos said, red, "Red, where you at?" I got it <laughs> <like> that. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. What's up with y'all? What happened with the weekend? Busy bodies, busy bodies. I heard a trip happened.
1: Yeah, no, I went back up to uh, ye old stomping grounds, you know, up in Boston. Yeah, I went to uh, to celebrate like an annual birthday situation. Um, one of my best friends from college. Um, her, our birthdays kind of fall in succession. It's hers, then her sister's, then her boyfriend's, and then mine. And every year, her family takes us out to dinner. Um, and we just have like a birthday bash. Um, so wow, that quite
0: cool. an orgy of birthdays. I love that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, it was, it, it was, <laughs> it was good. You know, we got some people got a little litty, some people got a little too litty. Shout out Grace, you know. What but, was your vibe, what was your vibe. Well, so I was chilling because, so I just, I just had a little bit of social anxiety because. I felt really under pressure because I couldn't figure out if I was going to drink. And if I was going to drink, what was I going to drink? Was I going to have a mixed drink? Was I going to have beer? Was I going to have a glass of wine? Like, I just didn't know. And yeah, and everybody else had their shit figured out. And I was just like, oh, shit, I don't know. We were probably the loudest people in there just cracking up. Yeah, no, but it was nice. It was a nice time. I left Matt early uh, on Sunday morning because trying to get home for them birds, you know, and just Sunday is the day of rest. And, right. and relaxation. So I was just trying to get home. But Free. what you going to do this weekend, B?
2: Man, I mean, I feel like my weekend started and ended on Friday. Because <laughs> we got, <laughs> right, bro, we got off of work. You know, Apple just dropped that the pre-orders for the iPhone 13. Shout out Apple. Your boy was an AT&T stat Because I've been trying to, like, trade in my okay. phone. I've been Damn. trying to get an upgrade. You know, I had I had Sprint for the longest. And ever since they did this whole stupid merger, I've just been looking to, to switch. So this is like the most opportune time. So wifey and I, we got the pre-orders with my homeboy, Price. Um, you know, he hooked us up. Saturday, we was just chilling. We went to Marshall's, bought a whole bunch of like basic fall decorations decorated the house. You know, all the decorations with the cursive on it. And uh, the ones that be saying like faith, blessed, and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> just putting that up around the house. My house smells like May that, but you know, it's the vibes. I'm just chilling. And then Sunday is birthday and also, you know, heartbreak day. So let's, let's go.
0: Hey, shout out to a good Marshalls run. Walk in there. Yeah. You might walk in with shit you never thought you was going to have. Nice well, pair yeah. of sweatpants, a candle. All for like yeah. $20. For real.
1: I will Thank say I am, I am a Maxanista myself.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 slave okay. flex, slave flex. flex.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie, though. Brenda put me on to that because... My mom used to do some fuck shit all the time when I was a kid. And we would go to the Marshalls down on the boulevard, right? And she'd be oh, like, No, no, no. I'm just going in there to return something. The one that was right by the old Chuck E. Cheese. Um, oh. yeah, you know the one. You know the oh. one. And she was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna be in there for five minutes. I'm just gonna return something. We would be in there for like three fucking hours. So I don't damn, fuck with Marshalls.
0: Lord. You had PTSD from that shit. Damn, you was damn and Marshalls is the best. Shit. I do, I do discount I shoes, do makeup. Easy. What hoodies? Everything? This hat from a Marshalls. Shout out. You know I mean? Shout out, Marshalls. You're
1: missing out. It's okay. I appreciate it. A good TJ Maxx. Even though I know it's the same brand, if for some reason it's just because I know it's not Marshalls, I'm just like, no, nah, that's all right. We could go in there.
0: It's that, it's that <laughs> red. It's the red dog, that blue you can't trust, yo. You can't. Sometimes it's hard to trust those blue stores, Walmart and Marshalls. It's hard.
1: <laughs> you can never trust Walmart. Yeah. Hey, I
0: don't know about all that. Shout out, Walmart. I got love That's for him, God. you know. I I dig him here and there for certain I things. Feel,
1: for certain things. For certain things. Like I feel you know, comfortable in a way.
0: Target. I feel comfortable. I don't feel that anxiety that you know oh. some shit might start drawing.
1: What What you get into this weekend? Uh, aside from seeing the very famous only star of First Take,
0: it was Ooh, uh, I'd say it was a lot of kind of just shopping away. Just you know, finding your way into a store, buying a hat here and there, nice T-shirt. Just that that therapeutic shopping that everyone always needs, you know? I feel like that was my weekend. A lot of sleep. Oh, and shout out, I will say this. I've never had it before in my life other than maybe once or twice, but shout out to Bobby Evans. That place slaps. Bobby
1: Evans. Bobby me Evan? more. Bobby,
0: Bobby Evans. More. Uh, sausage biscuit gravy. Excuse me.
2: Gee.
0: Biscuits with some jam. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. You want French toast and pancakes? Yes, Jeez. sir. You can have it. Oh, wow. You want black coffee that's going to wake you up? Give me it. Oh, my God. Tell me they got you
1: it. You can have it. Oh, you wow. can have it. Yo, this man's wow. spitting.
0: I'm telling you, spinnin'. Bobby Evans. I'm about to get a beat with, on this shit. I don't, I, don't I, don't from stick, the I don't stick by a lot of places, but Bobby Evans hasn't done me wrong once yet. And when I needed it in them dark times, Bobby E was there.
1: Oh, uh, Yo, me. we gonna throw oh, some, throw say- a link and address. Link in the address in the episode description. So look for that shit there. Shout out Bobby Evans, your sponsor. Sponsors, you know yeah, what one time. Please. Interesting that you you say it was a therapeutic weekend. You know, self care is important. What self care is not is watching the Eagles game today. <sighs> uh, Here's a rundown Oof. of the game. We lost 17 to 11 to the San Francisco 49ers, a team that honestly, not,
0: not great. at all, not impressive, nothing so special, opener. nothing special, right?
1: Despite despite a 91 yard pass from Jalen Hurts to oh. Wes Watkins from their own two to the opponent's six yard line. We got no points out of that. How? Uh,
0: How? Robbery?
1: Special teams showed up. The defense showed up. I, I believe we have four, three and outs in a row to start the game. That being said, some really fucking dumb personal fouls uh, by Kayvon Wallace and dickhead Derek Barnett.
0: Dickhead behavior. Really,
1: really tough. On top of that, Brandon Graham, it looks like he's going to be out for the season with an Achilles injury. Brandon Brooks. The Brandons, they went down today. I don't know. I, I I don't know the latest on Brandon Brooks. I just know he left with a chest injury. Hopefully. Um,
0: What's that even mean, though? Like, what could that be? Like, I don't muscular? know. People thought,
1: people thought it was the same shoulder that he got surgery on two years ago, but they ruled him out with a chest and not a shoulder. So, I mean, who knows if they're... I don't know.
0: Bef- before we move on, one thing I will say about Brandon Bo- Brooks. All pro when he's on the field. But damn... <laughs> He gets hurt all the fucking time. Yes, he yeah. comes back yeah. quicker than expected, but then you get hurt anyway. All right, let me let me stop. Let me all right. Let rock out, rock out with the recap.
1: Nah, nah. Get, saw, me get me tight.
0: She get me tight. Right. It's
1: it's tough to dislike a guy like Brandon Brooks. He he puts it all out on the field. He has been injury prone the last couple seasons. Um, mad respect to him though for being vocal um, about his struggles with mental health and anxiety, which will. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. My my man is fragile. Overall, the game, it was winnable. The offense was terrible. Um, I think Jalen did what he could to keep us in the game. Um, And I mean, Jalen Hurts, not Jalen Rager. (laughs) I just want to be clear. I just Uh... want to be clear. Overall, though, I I don't think that these were issues that are not fixable. I think that they can watch the tape on this, fill in those gaps. I think Nick Sirianni just, he called a bad game. Um, yeah. What What were your thoughts? Anybody?
0: Bueller. Oh, I got you. I'll go ahead. <laughs> My fault. I thought he was going to throw the oop real no, quick. No, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I
1: was thinking about it. I was thinking
0: about <laughs> I saw it. In, I saw it in your eyes. I go to lie. <laughs> the I lip twitched a little bit. She was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was
1: like, so what did you think? I'm going to fuck with them now.
2: <laughs> I was like, damn, I don't want to cut him with well. No, um, no, go
1: go ahead, be go
2: ahead. No, nah, but like the, the game overall, I I think there's two things that, that killed us was the like you said the fouls and then yeah, Sirianni had had a bad game. Those are the major ones. At this point, moving forward, the issue is not Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts has proven himself weak. For sure. Right. Even this game losing, I think us as Eagles fans, we can be happy with the quarterback that we have. Like. Jalen left it all on the, um, with Brandon Brooks and Brandon Graham going down the Brandons. It sucks, but it leaves, it leaves more opportunity for these young guys to step up. Josh Schwett is is stepping it up. Singleton was having a monster game. Hargrave was killing it too. But Landon Dickerson stepped up too, which nobody, nobody paid attention to him. All in all, the game was just a mess. It was just a mess. We were, we were getting taken back by some dumb calls, a lot of like rookie mistakes. And then Sirianni being too aggressive at certain points, like, on fourth, on fourth down, you when know, we're like right there, just kick the field goal,
0: bro. There was a moment we ran three straight RPOs, and I'm like, "Hey, it worked twice. Let's change it up one more time." Like they're already seeing that shit. And I think that drive ended in a in a punt anyway. I like, "Yo, like Sirianni, I get you committed to what you're doing, but let's add some spice. Like this isn't yeah, no this right. isn't an idiot on the other side of the field."
1: I think Nick Sirianni's pandering to the city of Philadelphia has gone too fucking far. He oh. tried to fucking. He tried a Philly special. Oh my god! I was just about. To Yo, what that. the
0: fuck was, I was that? Just about no to bullshit. Say that. What the His fuck was that? pandering
1: has gone too far. I know that we had a conversation about how easy it is to pander to us, but, but I really damn. Like, <laughs> He he already has been doing a lot. Like he was wearing a Jalen Hurts shirt this week. Like he's been supportive of the dudes. You know, rock paper scissors. They've been playing a horse. Whatever the fuck they've been doing, but.
0: It, what was the point? What like dead ass? What was the point of even putting that in the in the install this week? What was now the point? Who,
1: who was Greg Ward Jr. throwing the ball to? What? What? A fan, <laughs> a fan.
0: The
2: fans in the third row, all the way at the top, the nosebleeds.
1: At that point, Jalen was trying to direct traffic. Like, yo, just throw it up, and I'm gonna get it because that's the type of man Jalen Hurts is. Jaylen he takes control.
2: <laughs> he was gonna do that. They was no. all in the like, way on the race. I was like, man, don't go. They gonna do my man
0: yeah yeah yo and I to that know. point to that point with Jalen he's that dude I think after this game yeah we scored what 11 points that shit was embarrassing for three quarters but it wasn't all him he, it wasn't did, all him
1: he literally did it and like in like 66 seconds he got us down the field and scored
0: yeah we could all say it wasn't him That's not on his shoulders. He'll take responsibility, which I love out of a quarterback, no matter what he's going to take it. But we all know it wasn't, and that's what I love to see.
1: That's because the vibes with Jalen Hurts are immaculate. He's the
0: chosen one. He's the
2: chosen
1: one. It's just one of those things where I've just become so enamored with him just because of how mature he is, how he's been leading this team. Like, oh, my God. Like, he's so fine. Like, look at him. He's fine off the field. He's fine on the field. And you could barely even see him. I'm just like yo, like let's go throw that ball. Like I will support you through thick and thin. Like anything you need, I, I got you.
0: And I think that's why I-, I feel like we're mad, but we're not like fucking up in arms about this. Nah,
1: arc. it's not like, the same nah. kind of frustration if if this was Carson.
0: In yeah, and I was about oh to make God. that <laughs> <laughs> comment. I saw I saw that indie game. I was seeing. You I was checking. Did they it. lose? Yeah. yeah, yes, yeah. And he's hurt. And he's hurt. Yeah, he's hurting. Um, and it's I'm and like it's the difference. It. It's the difference between taking an L with Jalen. So far, I might be jumping the gun, but shit, i overreact and taking an L in the Wentz era. Wentz kind of just throw that shit away. He like throw the opportunity in your face and be like, damn, that's our L. Jalen, we put the fight in. It's there. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: it's really crazy. Um it's watching the reaction, a Carson Wentz football game, like like as like a third party and not having like any kind of investment in it like watching Pat McAfee on Twitter like just <laughs> live tweet yeah. the game he's just like oh my god Carson Wentz is a wild animal oh my god he's a wild card isn't he and it's just like but did you watch him throw the the interception
2: interception
1: yeah the shovel, shovel pass, pass
2: interception
1: bro bringing this um bringing this to grades how would you grade Nick Sirianni Gannon And hurts. I'll go first. I think Siania D dog, (laughs) you got, you got to do better. You, you can't do the same shit every week. I understand you were keeping that shit on the wraps, like during training camp and shit and the preseason, but this is, this is a big leagues. You need to be able to adjust in the middle of the game. Don't do no Brett Brown bullshit. I'm not
0: with it. <laughs> we don't got time think, for that shit. Don't got time yeah.
1: I think Gannon did a good job. His defense was lights out, and then they got tired. And who can blame them? Right. What are you supposed to do? So Dude, well, how,
0: wait, how long was that one drive? It was like damn near nine, what? nine, ten minutes. It was Come nine 10 on. minutes. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah. What do you they, want? They
1: can't do it all. Um, I would give I would give Gannon a B plus. Um, and not an A, only because you had those really terrible personal foul calls, um, and and you really hate to see it. We we could have had a takeaway, and then Derek Barnett with the unnecessary roughness. So that's something that he's got to be able to have a handle on. And then I threw later, our chance
0: away. He threw it our did. chance away there.
1: It did. Um, I would give Jalen a B plus, too, because I don't think he had a perfect game. There were some passes that he should have seen a little bit earlier um, that he would have been able to to get it in the window, especially a few passes to Devontae Smith, because overall it was a good performance. He did what he could. He put the team on his back and he'll get better with time. What do you think, Flacco?
0: I mean, in terms of Sirianni, our beloved coach, you know, goofball coach, I think I'm going to give him a D. He didn't adjust. He kind of stuck to his ways. And that was kind of his, his negative in this game. He kind of stuck to what he wanted to and didn't adjust to their defense. And it showed until the last minute or two of the game where we drove down the field. So I think a D is kind of kind of worthy. And I think next week he'll improve. He'll give one of those like weird speeches to the to the lads. Um, Gannon, I'm actually in agreement. I think he's around a B. It was a solid game. But when your defense is on the field for that long, I mean, you can't expect perfection. Yeah, You need to get them off the field. You need to burn some clock. So I'm, I'm going to give Gannon a B. I really yeah. like really this play calls. I really like when he dialed it up with some of the blitzes to put pressure on them.
1: Yeah, they kept um, us in the game. They kept us in yeah. the
0: game. Shout out to the defense because without them, this could have got bad real quick, real quick. Yeah. Um, and in terms of Jalen, it wasn't his fault that we lost, but he did miss – or put the ball in some maybe suspect places. I agree. So I'm going to give him a C plus. He didn't lose us the game, but he definitely didn't win us or put us in a better position to win the game. I'd like to see more out of him. I'd like to see maybe test a little more downfield or maybe down the middle half of the field. Um, So I'm going to give him a C plus for this week. I want to see more out of him, And I think with cowboy week coming up next week, I think he's going to, He's kind of set up to dominate next week on that defense. What do you think, B? Well,
2: I mean, I'm kind of, it's kind of like streamlining with y'all. I'll give Sirianni a, a D as well. He Like the RPOs are kind of just like back to back to back. So the defense hit yeah. on real quick. And then like he tried to get funky with it, but it was almost like those desperation calls. It was almost like, you know, yeah, let me just do this last minute to see if it works. Just throwing something out there. I'm going to give him a D, uh, but I still have faith in Sirianni. I think he is a good play caller. I just think he's just trying to find what sticks. We're still early in the season, so let's see. Gannon, I'm going to give him – I'm not going to give him a B. I'll give him a C plus. I, I think with with Gannon, the defense stayed out there way too long. And it's not that it, it's – you know, it's not his fault. It absolutely is like he has to take some accountability with that because that the defense's job is to stop the offense from moving up. Right, it's fair. I think Gannon could have done a little bit better play calling because George Kittle was just eating us up, and uh, um, what's that? The, the receiver Debo, or whatever was, was Debo Samuels. Debo Samuels was killing us too. He was killing us, and it was just like a bunch of just like like check down plays from from Garoppolo. Because let me tell you, Garoppolo is trash. Garoppolo is absolutely trash. That's so,
1: interesting. I'm just saying. Um, when we had this debate know, via so text like a couple weeks ago, do you remember this, Taco? <laughs> and what did I say? I said Garoppolo is the checkdown king, and he's not good. And what did Brian say? Well, Garoppolo almost took Tom Brady's job in New England. But and he I was is, just he like, I'm not, sucks. I'm not,
2: I'm not, I'm not. You know, saying that I never said that. But the thing is, I don't know what happened to him, man. Like he's he's trash now. Like, I thought it was, it was, the, it was, the, injuries it was the injuries that plagued him. But either way, check down King, as you said. Um, Jalen, I'm going to have to go with Flacco on that, but I'm not going to give him such a low score. I'll give him, like, a B-. minus, Only because there was some throws that he could have made. And the sense of urgency when it kicked him at the, at the end of the game where he got downfield super fast and got the touchdown, where was that earlier in the game? That's, that's my issue with Jalen, you know? Like, he could have moved downfield faster and made some pretty good throws, especially to to Devontae and and Jalen Rager. But I don't know. I'll still give it to Jalen, though. Jalen, you know, definitely put the team on his back. He he moved downfield and and made some good runs and whatnot. But there were some throws that he should have been able to to present as a
0: quarterback. I think I got one question, I think, before we move off of Eagles Mm -hmm. talk, is are we getting Miles Sanders involved enough? Are we? Because I feel I think- like we feed him, but then we'll go on some spouts where
1: yeah.
0: I feel like he's either off the field or he just doesn't even get a look. And I'm wondering, I know there was that one play, too, where either him or Jalen like misunderstood the route and he kind of threw it off of him on the right side of the field. Yeah. So what what's up with that? I feel like we should be feeding Miles. He's like a top 10 back in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they got him more involved this week, in my opinion. Um, Although he did have over 100 rushing yards last week. I do agree with you, though. Like, I mean, they can't, right? They just can't run the ball all game. But I, I do agree with you in that. I feel like he was running the ball. He was doing a good job. And then we stopped running the ball. Doug yeah. used to do some the same fuck shit last season. And it's just like, if he's eating, let him eat until he is no longer hungry.
0: Yeah. And that's the tea. He should be our McCaffrey. That's what I want Great. him to be. But he can't catch, though. That's
1: he can't catch. He, can't. he got
0: dropped. McCaffrey issues. can catch.
2: McCaffrey's is, is good because he's, like, he's a half running back, half
1: spot
0: receiver. Kenny
1: My- Gainwell's showing, showing flashes,
0: though. Oh, yeah. Gainwell's looking nice. He's gas, dude. He's fucking gas. Yeah. He uh, like, for a fifth-round so pick?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not. Nah, he was a fifth-round pick. He's good. He was a good find. Um. Credit to Howie, I guess. No, I'm not Um, giving him shit.
0: Fuck no. Pass. I'm
1: good. All right. Well, we have a break next Sunday because the Eagles have Monday night football against the Cowboys.
0: (sighs) Oh, uh, man. Mm -hmm. Cowboys week.
1: Quickly move on to to the Phillies. Um, Quick update there. They're currently second in the NL East. They're uh, one game behind the Braves, who, last I checked, were leading against the Giants, uh, top of the eighth. Um, yep. Phillies beat the Mets last night 5-3 to three in Queens. They play again at 7 So 8 uh, so three minutes out from when I'm saying this. Um, there's still a couple more games, um, but we'll, we'll have to see where they land. I think they're playing for a wild card spot. Um, correct me if I'm wrong.
0: I mean, uh, I think we're playing for the wild card, but I think we're still kind of in the reach of the division. We really got our fate in our own hands at this point with the Phillies. Yeah. If we win out, we have games against the Pirates. We got series against, I think, the Pirates, then the Nats- Nationals again, and then we finish out with the Marlins. And they're yeah. all winnable games. All these teams yeah. are fucking trash.
1: But you know what we do. You know what we do in winnable games.
0: I mean, we're throwing away a, a Harper MVP season. Yep. yep we're throwing it away and even if we make it to the playoffs hey i'm i'm here if we go to the playoffs you damn right i'm gonna buy a ticket to go see them but we don't have a bullpen to take us or compete against yeah. fucking anybody yeah. so we'll get there for the show i mean it's been what 10 11 years since we've been to the playoffs
1: it's been a long time
0: so shit if we get there I'll be happy, but ah, these Phillies, man, it's in our hands. We got to show out. Well, we'll see. We'll see.
1: I I have faith, uh, maybe foolishly, but quick update on the Sixers, a never-ending Ben Simmons saga. The front office believes that Ben will be playing on the team and that the relationship is bumpy, but it will will get there. That being said, two new trade rumors have surfaced um, that involve Atlanta and the Pelicans. To be honest, I don't think that either of those things will happen, but.
0: Do they sound good? Are the trades spicy or are they kind of got those bullshit offseason trade rumors? So
1: with Atlanta, um, it'd be Ben to Atlanta for Kevin Herter, Cam Reddish and Danilo, Danilo Gallinari. Um, but that is contingent on Toby being traded to Portland for not Dame, but CJ McCollum. That's the only way we could afford all three of those players. So that's um, obviously not going to happen. Uh, um, Yeah. Huh? I, I don't even know who the fuck the sources for this was, but it was on a, it was on like the Sixers page on USA Today. And I was just like, mm,
2: that's <laughs> unlikely. Okay.
1: Um, the other trade is allegedly with the Pelicans, and it'd be Brandon Ingram and Kira Lewis for Ben Simmons. I don't, I don't want that either. I'm I'm good. I'm what,
0: is, what BS trade rumors yeah. is it? No one's doing that shit. If we
1: get rid of Ben, we need a point guard, and, and that's the T. That's final. Um, also,
0: it's uh what, September? Whereas I think your prediction of him starting on the team is looking more and more likely. Yeah. you been money.
1: He'll probably be on the team. And we'll just have to see what happens. We have until December to trade him. um, So my mental health is obviously going to plummet during that time. Speaking of mental health, B, why don't you take us into our next topic? The importance of mental health.
2: Man, I was thinking about it, like about mental health. I was having a conversation with my wife. I don't know if I ever told you, Rez, two weeks ago, obviously, I was in, in New York and we went to Jersey Shore or whatever. And, bro, I was having, like, a little panic attack. Like, when we were walking on the boardwalk, there were so many people. And I was having, like, this, like, crazy social anxiety. And I was, bro, in my head, I was like, bro, what the hell? There's so many people here. I turned, like, Marla's was looking at me like, are you good? And I'm like, bro, I'm having, like, a mini panic attack. Like, I'm freaking out right now. There's so many people. Whatever. I ended up calming myself down. But I just, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, dang, the fact that I can address that and, like, look at that. In myself, be like, yo, I'm having a pan- panic attack. Like, there's too many people, like, I'm not okay. You know, look at my mental health and understand the status of where I'm in. How many of like minorities can't even address that? Isn't that a crazy thing? Like, a lot of like minorities, like, they, they have those type of panic attacks and they just go about their day and just like oh, I'm on and fine. Have y'all ever had that type of like issues, like with your family or like any relatives that like they're, they're probably having like a panic attack or something and they just don't know how to address it? I think, yeah.
0: It's I mean, I think it's like that overall stigma of like, yo, what are you talking about or like, how are you not dealing with it or how are you not internalizing it? I think to vocalize it is like weird. It's like an oddity. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you talking about bringing that shit up? Or like, how are you not containing that on your own? I think especially with my family and like folks that I know, it's very much don't talk about it. Pretend it's not there if it's in public figure it out so it's not embarrassing let's move on Uh, it's very much don't let's not make a show out of it let's which in itself is kind of playing it in a way um but it's definitely one of those kind of slippery slopes of like how do you even navigate it within our community within like just you know pocs in general like shit's rough for real
1: yeah no it is um there's there's just a really huge stigma in the hispanic community um as well as the black community if you express that you're going through something like depression anxiety anything like that it's kind of treated like something that's not really real and if it's something that's not being considered real then how are you supposed to get the help and treatment you need in order to address those issues it's really sad because there's such a stigma around talking about mental health and how you're feeling and your feelings um even even for for men in in the hispanic culture there's the stigma right and you guys know better than i do like there's none of that shit
2: None. and then no, it makes none you of feel that
1: like, yeah and like how does that make you feel then when you do feel like you know you you need to cry like you're not good
2: with me i kind of had to figure that out on my own like you know me having my dad around like it was always like you know don't don't cry like you know little girls cry boys don't cry like that that's always been the same you know and then my mom would repeat it to me and it's just like you suppress a lot of that emotion so then one day like bro when I had when I got married or when I met my wife and there's going to be emotions that I want her to see as well because I don't want to blow up on her like all those emotions to come out, out of nowhere and then she's not aware of how to deal with it you know I don't want to ever have that issue so I think it, it just comes with a lot of reflecting talking to a therapist you know understanding that that's just like all those all those notions and then things that that you know past generations used to tell their young boys like don't cry all that is obsolete man like you got to embrace your emotions you have to
0: yeah for real it's like it's like one of those things like you kind of just got to go with the process that shit yeah. isn't like a it isn't like a flip where like one day you you struggling with this, that, and the third, and the next day, it's all fixed. These are all things that, you know, we can all aim to get to 100% fixed, but we might not, and, and yeah. that's the reality. It's that and process.
1: it's not easy. It's not easy.
0: This shit no. hard. Shit hard. To, yeah, yeah, dog,
1: and trying to find trying to find the right help can be really hard, too, right? Because everybody's like, oh, okay, well, you're having these issues, you're feeling anxiety, like panic, all that shit. All right, find a therapist. Sure, you could reach out to mad therapists but the the chances of you finding one that actually one responds to you two takes your insurance and then three like is actually a good fit for you it's really hard and that in itself is really really exhausting like yep. i just i just restarted therapy on friday with a new therapist now that i live in new york because when i moved i couldn't take my therapist from massachusetts who i had been seeing it would have been a year in october but my first experience with therapy was in college and it felt like it was something that was kind of forced on me and I, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't benefit from it the, the relationship that you should have with a therapist or, or a provider. It just, it didn't exist. So I was so hesitant for years, like to find another therapist, even though my, my primary doctor was like, find a therapist, find a therapist. And it's just like, it's, it takes work. And I mean, who knows, who knows if my new therapist will be like a good relationship or a good fit, but it's just like that in itself, it's like, it's the first step, but it's still really exhausting to have to kind of rebrief someone on all of your trauma. Right. Mm-hmm. And then kind of pinpoint what exactly you want to focus on. And then even from there, what happens if that's not a good fit, then you go find somebody else and start over again.
0: And I think that's been my biggest wall, like, you and, you know, is finding a fit or even trying to find a fit. Cause like I've always had this kind of preconceived notion that like, yo, like therapy, you don't need that shit. You can figure that shit out on your own. Like the older you get, you'll figure it out. Like everyone always assume like, kind of puts this like idea in your head that eventually you figure it out. Mm-hmm. I can confirm probably not. <laughs> yeah. So nope. it's always been this uh, kind of battle to like decide, like, do I want to start, you know, Finding out someone that's like has a shared experience as me, like a therapist that from yeah. the same neighborhood, same yeah. you know ethnic background, same you know growing up poor and shit. Like, do they you know relate to that? But I will give I'll give a shout out shout out to Steph. Love you, has been huge on my mental journey and kind of just growing as an individual. And it's definitely tough coming from a kid, you know, a hood little kid who has one mentality clashed with the mentality of private education yeah. uh it does have a tear on your on your on your mentality at times yeah
2: yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's hard man because like it, it already sucks being a minority in this nation but then also having being a minority with like a mental illness and then your own people like telling you like nah you're just crazy or nah, just drink. You'll get over it. Or no, you just need to come out. You just need to go out. And sometimes that's not even the issue. Maybe you just need to talk to like a, a therapist, somebody that has an unbiased opinion on like your life, you know. And, and honestly, like one thing that makes me sick about like men, like you know how how our you know culture treats mental illness is like they have a lot of just like natural remedies, or they'll go to like the spiritual and try to like go to church, yeah. and or or you know have you spend time with like family when it's like sometimes the same family that like is aware that you have a mental illness or like you're struggling with depression or anxiety like they'll even talk shit about you and like they'll tell you that you're crazy and like without even going to therapy so if you need the help get it man just that that's the, the whole yeah. thing of it all
1: there's no, there is absolutely no shame in getting help when you need it, no. saying you need help when you need it, um, no. even if, even if that source of support that you're getting isn't necessarily from your family, because oftentimes, especially when you come from a background like ours, like, you, you might not get that, um, and mm-hmm. no disrespect to religion or anything, but that shit don't, but, don't work, like, it, it uh, may work for shit. some, but like, believe in science, believe right. in science. <laughs>
0: Don't, don't force don't force certain beliefs that make me feel some certain type of way about the way I feel or my outlook on life to to make me even feel worse about shit. It's uh, <laughs> it's yeah. one of those things, man. It's just like as you get older, it's like, damn, you start peeling back every layer like, damn, that shit definitely had an effect on me. Damn, that small interaction or that even that phrase still sticks to me, sticks to me um, like 10, 15 years later. Yeah. especially now we're getting like, we're all pretty much around the age of 30. Right. So yeah. it's like, we're, we're all during that reflective time. Like, Oh shit. We done lived almost, yeah. you know, 30 some years on this earth. Like yeah. how the fuck we get here. I know sometimes <laughs> I'm look like, I look like, damn, how the fuck I get here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, man, it's exhausting, man. Like I'm, I'm looking at some like straight up statistics for, um, the Hispanic population in the United States and like in in Hispanic students, like in high school in 2015, almost 19% had seriously considered suicide.
2: That's,
1: uh... 16% made an attempt and and almost 12% attempted, and 4% actually did it. Like this stigma is like it's not a fucking joke. Like it's it's just it's prolonging this, like just like internalizing all of this shit and there's no outlet for it and then you end up with shit like that um b and i uh we had a cousin uh he was just a year older than we were um his freshman year or his sophomore year rather in college he committed suicide um and that shit was tough and like we don't know why and i can only imagine like how his environment kind of contributed to that he probably was suffering for a really long time and we didn't know because yeah. he didn't speak up. Yeah.
0: Um, it's it's really tough. And it's just like it's it's I think it's it's one of the big things, it's like generational trauma and even generational like knowledge. Like like a lot of our parents, their parents kind of ignored everything. Like we're just working to survive, we're working to eat, we're working to put a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. There were no like social emotional like skills taught. So then our parents are like older relatives are freestyling that they gave us pretty eh ones like, you know, as best as they could given what they had. And I'm glad like now it's kind of come to the forefront where like our generation, like we're, we're the old heads now we're saying like, yeah, it's definitely cool. Like you could be sad. You could like days be fucking rough, but as long as you could talk to someone or there's an outlet, a positive outlet, you know, we rocking. You know, like we can yeah. still rock.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like the saying, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's with like, you know, the the older generation. They they just kind of like winged it with life, man. Like they could probably
1: afford to be in fucking therapy, honest. All, a <laughs> lot of
2: them, a lot of them, and you, a yeah, lot of surprised. them. Like it's we're just,
1: not gonna name names, but y'all <laughs> know. Right.
2: We're not, yeah. We not, we not, and like they know who they are, <laughs> but <laughs> um.
1: To yeah. be clear too, like you shouldn't only like you don't only have to see a therapist when you go through nah, something. You like, know? it's nice to always have that one person in your corner that you can talk to who can give you advice, who can give you tips, even if you feel like you're in some kind of rut where like I don't know, something simple like you're bored or something, like
2: yeah. they
1: just they just be knowing, they be knowing what they're talking about and they know how to help you. Like their job is to help you. And when you find the right person, like it uh, it doesn't feel fabricated like the right person will care
2: no and find a hobby too man like you know go go play basketball go bike riding like join join a group like get out of your comfort zone that's a lot of things that really like mess with us as, as like Hispanics is that we're so complacent with our lifestyle a lot of a lot of Hispanics are just complacent with everything you just gotta get out of your comfort zone and just witness new things, talk to new people, join a club, you know, do something. I think uh, on another note, we should we should stop talking about mental health because I'm starting to get sad about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think one, I think I think my final thought on it, and I and it's definitely gonna be something that we touch upon, you know, multiple times in the future and throughout. It's just you know, it's it's not weird, it's not you know odd for you to speak on it. You know, even if it make old heads uncomfortable, like you kind of have to have a conversation. Like, if we, if our generation and the ones younger than us don't, then we just repeating that fucking cycle. And yo, we ain't got time for that. We building new shit. Mental health, good. And our generation is coming forward. You dig? Like, right. That's just how it got to be. And I think that's my one kind of real like takeaway from from it. Yo, we got to start developing our own vibe, our own. Our own lineage and shit with it
1: yeah and we yeah. might be wrapping up this conversation for this episode but this is an ongoing conversation you should never. show sure. You should for never sure. feel like you can't talk about your mental health and, and your sanity um but yeah well um that being said we'll put a few resources in the in the description of the episode um a link to really good source psychology today where you can actually search for a therapist and/or psychiatrist, based on your insurance and your location and your preferences.
0: Nice, yeah, and yeah, yo, our Instagrams and shit are all all available. Yo, hit us up. You want to talk shit? Take your mind off the bullshit, yo. All three of us love talking shit, so you know, anytime on that, yeah, we, we do. good. <laughs> but yeah, I- man, yeah. full week ahead, Ugh. struggle bus. Right, right. It's right. cool though. This
1: weekend, I'm gonna fly by. It's gonna it's Dallas week. We are gonna be chilling. We're back. We back. We back. It was a good weekend. A lot, maybe a long weekend, maybe a short weekend. They're never long enough. I really think they should be three days, not two. Uh, I
0: mean, why not? Fuck capitalism.
1: Yeah, but uh, yo, holla at us if you got questions. If you dig one of the segments we do, you want to hear a little bit more of something. Um, right, we we talking shit for us, but also for you.
0: You mean what you, what you trying here? What you trying here? hear us talk shit about. You want to hear y'all voices?
1: Yeah. So uh, hit us up. Uh, we'll put a couple a couple things up. But um, you've been listening to Just North. You're This week we were just north of mental health. We will always be just north of mental health, but especially always. this week as we enter into the fall season. Uh, but we'll catch y'all next week.
2: See you <laughs>